Welcome back to another episode of GEMS Podcast with Genesis Amaris Kemp, where the core pillars are to educate, inspire, and motivate. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this segment. Welcome back to GEMS Podcast. I'm your host, Genesis Amaris Kemp, and with me today is Erin Lay. And here's a bit about Erin. She's a world-class speaker, number one best-selling author, and empowerment and success coach. She is the host of the streaming Life on Track Summit and TV show, inspiring viewers worldwide about making the most of life's opportunities. For decades, audiences and clients across the globe have enjoyed her warmth and wisdom. Inspired by her transformational power, she is the creator of the popular Life on Track coaching program. They call Erin the miracle maker. As a cancer thriver at age 25, happily unstuck single mom of three at 47, successful entrepreneur at age 50, and serial manifester when it matters most. Erin has shown thousands upon thousands across the globe how to become victorious by being focused, fearless, and excited about life and your future. Miss Lay is the author of several books, including the popular number one bestseller, Work Love, A Love Story. Clients are empowered for life-changing through her coaching, audio programs, educational videos, and live seminars. And without further ado, please welcome Erin Lay to GEMS Podcast. Hello, hello, how are you? I'm so excited to be here. It's an honor and a pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. That's some bio. When somebody reads the bio, it's like, oh my God. <laughs> my pleasure. And it was like, oh, wow. Cause I like to read the bios whenever we actually record. So I'm actually surprised. So you have an impressive bio. And today we're gonna unpack life on track. What does it look like? What does it mean to you? And what does it mean for people on the outside looking in so they could have clarity, focus, determination to have their life on track? So let's start unpacking that, Erin. Sounds good. You want to ask me a question? You want me to just start speaking? Yes. So, no, no. So <laughs> as we unpack it, I want you to talk about what led you to where you are now and why the name Life on Track. Well, it's to go back to the beginning, um, the precipice behind everything about Life on Track for me is quickly, I was working on Wall Street and I had the Series 763, the insurance license, power lunches you know, in my early 20s. And then when I was 25 years old, I was diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoblastic lymphoma. And it was at that point, and very few people lived at the diagnosis in 1991. It was a two and a half year egregious protocol. But before the diagnosis, I didn't know about the whole inner world. I didn't know anything about, you know, just the whole mindfulness and meditation. Everything to me was very external. It was very, you know, outer, outer based and what other people said and thought of me, whether they'll tell me how smart I am, how pretty I am, how successful I was going to be. It was all based on, on other people. And then when I got diagnosed and I started reading all the personal development books, like John Kabat-Zinn's Bull Catastrophe Living, that introduced me to mindfulness meditation, which was amazing. Shaki Gawain's Creative Visualization, amazing. And just a whole bunch of, of those books 
that led me down a path to me realizing my life was so off track. I was so far removed from who I was. It explained a lot of the anxiety that I was feeling when I was younger, you know, and, and I realized, you know, the more and more I got in tune to who I really am, you know, the more the anxiety dissipated. I lived every, every time the doctors kept saying I was going to die. That's why they call me the miracle maker. And I went on in the 90s to coach others. The doctors had their patients call me at home. That's how I started coaching in the 90s. And they call me the miracle maker because I kept defying the odds. And I helped others do the same thing. And I went on to have three kids, you know, that, that miracle kids, they swore would never happen. It's just the miracles kept happening. But it all started when I got my life on my track, not everybody else's track. So that's, that's the answer to the, to the question. And it's so important that you said you got your life on your own track because so many times people fail to do the internal work in order for it to manifest externally. And you take on the external factors, which are the peer pressure, what your family says, what your friends say, what social media says, even though back then in the 90s, social media wasn't popping like it is today, it probably was non-existence. And you begin to take on those factors and think that it is what defines you and what makes you who you are. But in actuality, you have all the tools and resources that you need to be an asset versus a liability. But if you get laser clear on who you are and who's your and what your future looks like in line of your own destiny, your purpose, your mission, then you begin to walk out your path straight and narrow. But whenever you are so busy trying to look too far to the left and too far to the right, trying to cater to everybody else, then you see how your pathway is broad and you're going through this roller coaster ride. And that roller coaster ride, it could be fun, but there's going to be parts of it that are scary where you want to hop off and you can't because the ride is already going. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. I love what you just said. I love what you just said because it is life is then driving you. Life is driving you. If you're not behind the wheel of behind the driver's seat, if you're not in the driver's seat and your hands aren't on the wheel, and, you know, give the wheel to God, you know, let God drive, you know, have faith in yourself, in your higher power. I say God, you know, and uh, but if you're not in the driver's seat of your own life, then life is driving you. Everybody else, the world, people, places and things, events and experiences are driving you. And that's not a life being lived. You're just existing. And, you know, life will throw you all over the place. And you don't understand so many people say, oh, my God, life sucks. You know, um, I hate my job. Well, if you get into the driver's seat of your own life and you create, we're going to get into the create a crystal clear vision for your life, you start, you start taking control. And every single person on this planet can take full control of their lives, beginning with what your thoughts are. So you want me to speak into that? or Yeah. So let's, let's pause there and dissect it because early on we, um, we mentioned visual visualization and you talked about a book and that's so important because there's just one scripture that has stuck with me and it's Habakkuk two and two write the vision and make it plain because people perish for a lack of vision and a lack of knowledge but then by you reading that book visualization how has that foreshadowed you with finding clarity and really niche niching down 
for life on track because I wanted to connect the dots there because had you not read that and been inspired and motivated would it have helped you with your clarity oh my god that book that I really believe it was just divine intervention the whole thing John Kabat-Zinn, Shaki Gawain, just all of the books, Chicken Soup for the Soul, like all of those books that I read in the early 90s, it was, it was a divine download, really. It's everything that I really needed to read. But see, I really believe everything's in divine order, you know, divine intervention, everything else, divine timing. And that was certainly divine timing. So it absolutely helped me when I understood that I needed to create a crystal clear vision for my life based on the books that I'm reading. And when I say create a crystal clear vision, I mean, literally, and I say this all the time, it's like ordering food, you know, to have food delivered to your house. You're not going to say, I just want a meat, a starch, and a vegetable, right? You're going to say, right, you're going to say, I want, and you have to be crystal clear. You're not going to just say, I want a steak. You're going to say, I want a steak medium rare. You know, I want a twice baked potato, not just a starch, uh, you know, sauteed broccoli, hold the salt, like crystal, crystal clear, of exactly what you want in every area of life, personally and professionally. So I love helping businesses grow because mindset is everything. Mindset is everything. So when you get crystal clear on the vision with the fun, the family, the finances, you know, just your whole life, the kind of uh, person that you want to have a relationship with, every single, the kind of business that you want, the career that you want to have, the business you want to grow, the team you want to lead, regardless of what it is, when you can get crystal clear on exactly what you want, and then you, you write it down. There's a whole psychology pen to paper when you write it down. And then you, you read it. You bring it alive with the five senses, including the sixth sense of intuition. Now you, you see the vibrant colors. You smell the food on the table, the sound of the music, the feel of the love in the room and the hugs and just the climate. You bring it alive. You see it as if it's happening right now. Then you feel, which is so important, you feel it as if it's happening right now. This is what I did with the cancer. Literally, this is what I did with the cancer. You know, a healthy body. I just visualized and wrote down exactly what I want with regards to the healthy body. Fine-tuned in the mediastinum, like where it was. When you get crystal clear and you bring it alive with the five senses, six sense of intuition included, and then you have the feelings if it's happening right now, the people, places, and things will come to you to make that vision a reality. The decisions you make, because now you're training the subconscious of exactly what you want, before that, the subconscious, the conscious, and the subconscious, the ego, it only had an idea of what you wanted based on the past, because everything is repetition. You know, what we repeatedly tell ourselves is what our conscious, subconscious, the ego and our, believes. Our, our higher power is really what our higher power, our higher self is what really knows. Our soul is, is what knows what we really, really want. So when we get really crystal clear and we're aligned, we're aligned with who we really are. Life gets to be fun. Absolutely. We are. Yes. And some people say a healthy mind produces a healthy body because there is a book by Joyce Meyer called The Battlefield of the Mind. Why does she talk about it? Because we're always battling with thoughts in our head, whether those thoughts are good versus bad, evil versus good, or et cetera. But how are you allowing those thoughts to condition you and prompt you into acting out? Then also we talked about, you know, 
understanding who we are. And one way that you could do that is with psychology and Maslow's hierarchy, the pyramid shows you the different things that you need. So if you look at all of those things and you build that into your personal life and you have that paradigm shift, it's also going to set you up. And then I love how you brought in the five senses plus the sixth sense, which is intuition. Some people say discernment or that gut instinct. If you listen to your body, your body is never going to lead you astray. There's those still small voices inside of you, that gut instinct, that intuition that is going to alert you when something is not practical or safe for you to do. Whether it's a business venture, whether it's um, going down a specific route, if you are traveling, it's, it's almost like your personal GPS system. It's a global positioning system that is help, that is helping you stay on track. Yes. And yes. some people miss all the signs. And that's why you don't have clarity because you already had some form of inclination, but you chose to disregard it because you listened to the overpowering external factors when in actuality, if you take time to practice mindfulness, be one with yourself, close off the distractions and really zone in on your personal zone of genius, then you will have that um, focus. And one thing that I like to say, because you mentioned um, divine interventions, divine timings, there are two timings. There is a chronos time, which is chronological timing, the natural time. And there is kairos timing, which are God-appointed moments when things are divinely orchestrated for us. Yeah. So a question that I like to ask people, and sometimes it's scary to think about this. If you were to write your obituary, what would you like it to say? Have you done all the things you wanted to do while you were here on earth? And if not, then you can truly say that you are only existing versus living because you haven't lived out all the dreams and you haven't turned those dreams into realities. So if you're not doing that, you can't have your life on track yet. It's just beginning because everything hasn't been completed yet. Agreed. <laughs> Agreed. And I, again, I love what you're saying. And yeah, if you could, if you could, I could sit here honestly and say that I am so happy with everything that I've done in my life, really, because fear held me back for the first 25 years and it crept up periodically through life, you know, when, when obstacles showed up or things happened. But I snap out of it very quickly. I'm very high vibe. You know what I mean? With I, I really exist in love, inner peace, and joy. And I, I just, I always say, if it's not fun, I'm not doing it. I'm 56 years old. You know, like, if it's not fun, I'm not doing it. And I can, I can sit back and say, I have lived a wonderful life. With, all, with the cancer, and I went through a divorce, and I'm going through something right now I'll share with you in a second, that, again, was, it's just another obstacle. Um, but I, I, and I'll continue to live a, a wonderful life until I'm 150 years old. That's, you know, or 500, you know, with the way things are going. But um, recently I was diagnosed, I, I, and again, regarding the vaccine and everything else, to each his own. I don't tell anybody good, bad, or indifferent, even with my kids. They're 18. Well, she's going to be 19, 21, and 24. You have to do the research and make your own decision. It's a very personal thing. So for me, I just waited and waited and waited until I saw babies being born, you know, and, and just, just waited to, for, to the last minute. And then I was like, all right, I'll get it. 
And from the chemo, I had uh, a cardiomyopathy that was fine. They watched it every six months and, and um, I was fine. I, absolutely fine for years, for 20 years. And after the shots, just a few weeks later, I ended up still being treated for a congestive heart failure. So, I mean, but again, I can sit here and go, oh my God, the congestive heart failure and, you know, and let that run my life. Instead, I asked myself, you know, and, and thank God I did ask myself what was going on with my body. And I went within, like, what was, what was going on? Why were my ankles swelling? <laughs> and, you know, just all these different things. But because I slow down, because I do go within, and I know that's where all the personal power is, I'm getting on a plane and flying to San Diego on Wednesday. I have two book signings back to back. I have a three-day conference. And my doctor gives me, I have a couple of doctors, the green light, because I'm doing so well. It could have stopped me. I could have went into worry. And let me just say this and make it really, really clear for everybody listening. Worrying will never serve you. I interviewed Sharon Lecter. She co-authored the whole Rich Dad, Poor Dad with Robert Kiyosaki series. And, you know, she writes a book for the Napoleon Hill Foundation. I love Sharon. And she said, worrying is just a prayer for what we do not want. And she's right. We cannot create anything wonderful from the past or the future. And if we're in the present moment and worry, I'm healing rapidly, rapidly, because I don't go into worry. I'm solution-oriented. I'm solution-focused. And for everybody listening, I want you to be solution-focused. When you're in the present moment in gratitude, it's so healing. It heals the mind, body, soul. When you're in the present moment in gratitude, you can create anything, include a renewed body. And now I say, like, if I'm speaking from the stage or if, whatever I'm doing, I tell the story of like, you know, the cancer story back in 1991, really powerful, but it got to be old. <laughs> God was like, you need new material and the people need to see you walk through this, you know, as you're going through it to inspire people that much more. And that's, that's what I'm here to do. And it doesn't, it doesn't stop me. I use common sense, you know, and I do, I do counsel with the doctors and stuff like that, but I do not go into worry, solution focused. And our thoughts are very, very powerful, very powerful. And that's all so incredible because whenever you said you went within to heal, that's empowering. You were empowering yourself and you didn't let the um, congested heart failure have power over you. You took that power back and you went within. And while you were going in, you could see how that took a holistic approach for you to heal yourself because you weren't letting those external factors creep in and keep you in a holding pattern that was complacent. Now you're going on to these book sightings um, in, on Wednesday in San Diego, you got the green light. And one thing that you, that you alluded to is you talk to your doctors and having a conversation with your doctors is just that. It's a conversation, but it's also a partnership. They're telling you from a medical standpoint but you're also able to rebuttal from a patient standpoint because only you can know how you feel in your body and what is working for you. But sometimes pharmaceutical drugs don't work for any and everybody. So oh once you yeah. <laughs> meditation, <laughs> meditation is a powerful thing. Medication obviously is, is necessary, you know, but, but meditation is so powerful. So powerful. So if you can implement meditation, you might actually see you may not need as much medication. You know, you might, you might, but meditation is so powerful. And so many people don't understand the power of meditation. 
and how healing that is. You know, and I credit that also. And when I had the cancer, when the doctors would tell me that I was going to die and I'd say, get the hell out of my room. <laughs> you didn't tell me about the whole inner world. <laughs> and I appreciate them and I, and I love them. And I, and I, I told them that I appreciated them, but you got to get out of my room because now I understand there's a whole, a whole lot more than just chemo. There was so much more than just radiation. You know, like there was, there was just so much more I could do for myself. And there's a whole world for everybody listening around the world. This is what I want the world to know. You can, you have the power. You have the power to go within and create anything and everything that you want. The only thing that will stop you is you and self-doubt. It's self-doubt is a dream crusher. The minute anybody introduces self-doubt, like I may not make it, I might not, you know, and self-doubt is there. It's a dream crusher. I may not get that job. I may not, do, you know, I might not succeed. And then, you know, Napoleon Hill wrote, it's one of my favorite lines, because I've been saying this in many different ways, but he summed it up in his Think and Grow Rich book, which I'm also a contributing author in a book series. It's a 13 book series called The 13 Steps to Riches, based on Napoleon Hill's 13 principles in that book. And if you don't have the book Think and Grow Rich, it's a classic from 1937. You have got to go and buy that book because it's still a number one bestseller and you create a wonderful life, personally and professionally. But the one line that I love in that book is indecision leads to self-doubt, slow and insidious. Indecision leads to self-doubt, then bam, you're in fear, right? Indecision leads to self-doubt, self-doubt leads to fear. Under the category of fear is anything negative. Regret, remorse, guilt, shame, anxiety, depression, anything negative falls under fear, but it always stems back to having not made a decision, crystal, like a decision, committed. Not like I'm just interested in doing something like, like you're committed to doing something, right? And then when you make that committed decision to do something or to not do something, committed to, to either choice, you eliminate the self-doubt because now you made a decision. So you now you eliminate the self-doubt. So then instead of going into fear, you can go into gratitude. You can go into faith. You can go into all of those. You're in self-confidence because now you know you can do, be, and have anything that you want when you have that crystal clear vision. And now you eliminated the self-doubt. Powerful, powerful. Super, super powerful. And one of the key components too that we forgot to mention is accountability. You have to hold yourself accountable. And if you know that you aren't gonna do a good job holding yourself accountable, find an accountability partner that will do life with you, that will call you out on your BS whenever you are slipping, but will also see the potential in you to make sure that you rise to higher elevations, higher vibrations and higher energy. So you can reach that mountaintop. And that's a part of keeping your life on track, whether you need to use your calendar as your accountability partner, whether you get a friend to be an accountability partner, or hire a paid professional, whether it is a coach or it is a counselor to help you talk through some of the old paradigms that you have so you could scrub that away, get rid of your different egos. Like one of the practices that we've done in the Own It Mastermind community is we've named our ego. So my negative ego is negative Nancy and my positive ego is positive Patty. So whenever negative thoughts creep in, I tell negative Nancy this 
sit down and shut up because positive Patty is here and she has something to say because that's how I'm scrubbing away that negativity so I can live in the positive, the positivity and really have that optimistic feel so I can level up because if I, thoughts are always going to come yeah. um, various times a day, but if we choose to entertain those thoughts then we're not holding ourselves accountable. And that's very important in order for your life to stay on track. Genesis, let me just, let me just say, I love, I love everything that you're saying. It's so important. And with an accountability partner, it is huge because now you're, you're, when it's you and you're doing fabulous and, and that's great. When you introduce somebody else's counsel, you know, that may be a little bit further ahead in the same thing or to help you get further ahead it's just, it's, it's masterminding. Two brains come together, create a third, a third brain, right? A third mind. And, uh, and especially during a pandemic, you know, like who couldn't you support these days? You know what I mean? Like who couldn't you support to get to the next level? Because there's so much, there's so much self-doubt. There's so much doubt with regard to the, you know, the economy and gas prices and businesses closing and all these different things. But when you have somebody that can hold you accountable, knowing there's also abundance. There's tons of abundance out there. I mean, like if there's a whole world full of, there's plenty of money. There's, pl there's plenty of everything that you need. But a lot of people stay focused on the lack, the fear, lack, and scarcity. So if you can find somebody to hold you accountable to creating and living your dream, knowing there's an abundance of anything that you need out there and within, especially within, to make that happen, why not? Why not? Why not? Yes, and I love that you added that addition. And Erin, as we begin to wind down, I want you to leave the listeners and the viewers with some gems that will help them either be educated more to get their life on track and stay on track, inspire them to bust a move because the season is now. See up with it. Yes, I can. And then also motivate them to know that they are here for a purpose. That's why they were created. And there's only one of them. So walk in your own truth and embrace your authenticity. 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 Yes. Thank you. I had a tongue, tongue twister. See, we're all human here. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. And absolutely. You know, um, you and I talked about this before we came on, you know, we're born into this world on our particular lane. Everybody's got their own God-given gifts. No two people are the same, you know, and nobody's better or worse than anybody else on this planet because we're all put here for a reason. It's sad when people don't find their purpose or, you know, they go a whole lifetime not, not finding out what it is that, that they're really here to do. And they go through life just saying like the other person's lucky or, or you know, life stinks or whatever. But everybody's here with their own God-given gifts you know, take the time to find out what that is, you know, and stay in your lane. One of the gems I love sharing is when I say, like, and I have the URL, stayinyourlane.club. When I was on Clubhouse, it's like, stayinyourlane.club. But when you stay in your lane and you're constantly, we're creators. When you're constantly creating, expanding your world, and you're allowing everybody else around you to show up as the best version of them, constantly creating their lane, you don't have to compete. There's no competition. There's no compare and despair. You don't have to look sideways. People that are looking sideways, they spin out, you know, they're, they're, they're trying to be better than somebody else. They might get ahead, you know, it, it might be perceived that, oh, they have a lot of money, but there's also a lot of unhappiness with competition. A lot of unhappiness and success is not just defined by money. You know, success is a whole package. So, um, so that's one of the main things is stay in your lane, 
creating, living your best life, showing up as the best version of you, expanding your world. And the way to do that is by creating the crystal clear vision for yourself and allow everybody around you to do the same. Allow them to show up as the best version of them. There's no need for jealousy. You know, I always say like jealousy is one of the, one of the, it's one of the worst traits anybody can have because it just slows you down. It slows you down. It's so, it's just so not necessary. And it's, it's just not, it just leaves you very low vibe, very low vibe. And then you attract to you the people, place, and things that will keep you there. So I don't want anybody doing that. So that's one thing. Stay in your lane. Stay in your lane. Stay in your lane and expand your life. You know, in that way. Uh, I always, I always say one of my favorite quotes that that I came up with a long time ago in the night in the early nineties is, "Celebrate life, and you'll have a life worth celebrating." Celebrate life, and you'll have a life worth celebrating. Stay in the present moment in gratitude. Deep breathe. Take the time to breathe. Breath is so important, right? And and focus on the exhale. People rush the exhale. The exhale is important because it lets your body know it's safe, right? So breath is really, really good. It's important. So the deep breathing. Even if you just stop once an hour, just five slow, deep breaths. Uh, but really celebrate life and you'll have a life worth celebrating. There's so much. I wrote this book, Work Love, Shameless Plug. Work Love. And literally it's about bringing a cultural love into the workplace because so many people are feeling displaced and disheveled and, you know, disrespected really. And if we can have a culture of love and respect in the workplace, and again, whether you're the CEO of a company or the CEO of your household, you know, then everybody thrives because they, they feel worthy. They feel, you know, they, they feel loved, which is, which incorporates a culture of respect, um, responsibility or generosity. It envelops all of it, all of it. So there you go. Those are beautiful gems. And Erin, um, I want you to tell the listeners and the viewers how they could connect with you, plug your website, and where you hang out on social media. Okay, so my website is erinlay.com, very simple, erinlay.com. And they can connect with me. They can actually download a copy of the, a free copy of my book, Work Love, by going to lifeontrack.tv lifeontrack.tv where you'll just see the latest episode of my life on track tv show on my streaming tv show and they can download a copy a free copy of work love um and social media i mean i'm all over the place <laughs> i'm on facebook and instagram so my maiden name is erin heenan lay so erin heenan lay on facebook uh erin lay empowerment on instagram LinkedIn, Aaron Lay, you know, so I'm just, I'm all over the place. I'm really not on Twitter that much anymore, <laughs> but LinkedIn, Facebook, and uh, Instagram. I'm there a lot. And there you have it, listeners and viewers of GEMS Podcast. Once again, I'm your host, Genesis Amaris Kemp, and you just heard Aaron Lay. That's E-R-I-N. L-E-Y. All of her contact information will be in the show notes. Remember, life is beautiful. You are an asset, not a liability. And I want you to create a life that you love and live the life that you created on your terms to help you stay on track and to also make this world a better place because there's only one you and we need you to show up and be your authentic self each and every day. Until we chat next time, peace, love, and lots of blessings. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and follow us on YouTube at Gems with Genesis Amaris Kemp for all video content. Ciao. Thank you. 
Thank you for listening to another segment of GEMS Podcast. Hope you enjoyed this recording. Make sure you like, comment, share, and subscribe to GEMS Podcast on your audio platform, as well as our YouTube channel, GEMS with Genesis Mars Kemp. We would love for you to be a sponsor, so please reach out via email at GEMS, G-E-M-S, with W-I-T-H, Genesis, G-E-N-E-S-I-S, Amaris, A-M-A-R-I-S, Kemp, K-E-M-P, at gmail.com, where your brand, your swag, your services can be here on GEMS Podcasts.